Yesterday, we started off with possible conversations you should be having with your customers and your clients. And if you remember, the definition that we're going with is that a customer or a client is someone who has given you money in the past, they have bought your product or service in the past, and there's a reasonable certainty that they're going to do business with you again in the future. So even though, technically speaking, the definitions might be different, we're using that common man's understanding of the two terms, and I'm going to use them interchangeably for a lot of the podcast episodes that I'm going to make. Even though sometimes you will hear me say client in a much more business context, and you will hear me say customer when it's a much more uh, personal thing, like between a wedding photographer and a client. So I'll be using both terms interchangeably. And uh, the first conversation that we looked at, that's the kind of conversations that you should be having with people who have already given you money in the past to get your product or your service, is uh, the customer success conversations. And the idea behind that was we need to be absolutely sure that they were happy with the album that we delivered, with the wedding that we planned, with the cake that we baked, and with how we um, emceed the ceremony. We need to be sure that they were absolutely happy and that we helped them to achieve their ideal vision for the day. Now, the idea behind it is that if they were absolutely thrilled with how we conducted the wedding, then they're going to call us back for the other milestones that lie ahead because they're going to have kids, the kids will have birthdays and eventually our brides and grooms, you know, hit the um, the big ones, you know, they, uh, they turn 30, they turn 40 uh, and then professional milestones, I mean, whatever. For those of you who are wedding planners, um, you guys know this acutely, you're done with the wedding but then they want you also to plan uh, the baby shower, the naming ceremony or the baptism party or um, what have you. So that's the idea behind uh, customer success conversations. If they're happy, they're going to be back. And even if they're not going to be back, they might bring their friends, family, and associates along. And that is why that conversation is important, the customer success conversation. Now, there are two more conversations that I outlined yesterday that I wanted us to have a look at. That's the relationship building conversations and then the need reevaluation conversations. Now, since yesterday I didn't do a good job of uh, keeping to the time limit, I'm not going to attempt to do both of them in this episode. I'm just going to stick to one. And so what we're going to look at now is the need reevaluation conversation. Now, the idea behind the need reevaluation conversation is that, um, yes, we've done some business with these people in the past. In this particular context, we're talking about weddings because this is a sales podcast that is geared towards um, wedding industry professionals, but it applies in whatever business it is that you're doing. So let's say you sell, uh, you have a poultry and you sell eggs to your customers. So the principles are still the same. So I will use both of them as um, a case study. Now, the idea behind need reevaluation is that when you do business with someone, uh, you did business with someone at some point in the past, they're going to grow and evolve beyond uh, that's in a personal sense, in a business sense, in different senses, they're going to grow beyond where they were at the time. So there's a chance that whatever package or products or services that you put together for them in the past might not be suitable to what it is that they are doing now. So, of course, with the wedding planning example that I gave, you planned the wedding for them, but that was in the past. The status has now changed and their needs are going to now change as well. Babies are going to come along 
and maybe um, what else? There are going to be uh, things happening at work, and um, of course, your wedding packages are not going to be suitable anymore. You're now going to have to start talking about um, uh, other things, like I mentioned uh, with the baby, or maybe hubby or wifey has just gotten that huge promotion at work, and they want you to uh, plan the you know promotion soiree that they're uh, throwing. So these are uh, examples about how. Now, circumstances change, their needs change, and we have to be in touch with them every once in a while so that we can keep track of all these changing circumstances, and then we're going to be able to come up with stuff that are suitable to where they are. And so, if you are a wedding planner, but you also have a business on the side, uh, because you have a poultry and you sell chickens, it's the same thing. Initially, you may have started selling eggs uh, to this person, to this man, or to uh, this woman, and uh, let's say they needed it for domestic use. Eventually, they open their own restaurant. Uh, the needs have changed, and so um, you need to be aware of that. And um, so with this new information that they're opening up the restaurant, uh, you could now be a supplier for this restaurant chain that they have um, going on. Or maybe they get into the animal husbandry business. Maybe they start um, rearing catfish, for instance. I don't know much about uh, rearing animals, but let me assume that catfish eat uh, feeds that are produced with um, eggshells because of the calcium content. So this is just an assumption. So if you are, if you are into the animal husbandry business, um, please don't tell me that I said something incorrect. I'm just freestyling here. So they open up a fishery, and um, uh, if you think of yourself just in terms of you sell chickens and you sell eggs, then you're going to miss out on other opportunities that can come about, um, other related businesses, like in this case, um, selling um, feed. Those are uh, cracked shells to your customers. Or selling manure. I was surprised to find out from one of my aunts that there actually is a business around this. Uh, she's based in Joss, and she's into the animal husbandry thing. And farmers actually do show up just to buy crap. You know, give us all the chicken poop you have, give us all the cow poop that you have, uh, give us all the goat poop that you have, because they need these things as um, manure. Sometimes it's for money, sometimes it's not. For times it's butter, um, for times it's uh, for battering service. You know, you give us all this crap, and uh, when we're done uh, with this year's harvest, you know, we're going to give you X number of yams or, you know, whatever. But bottom line is we need to keep in touch with our customers because their circumstances are changing personally, their businesses are growing, their lives are evolving, and we need to be in touch every once in a while so that we know how uh, we can serve them accordingly. Um, luckily, a lot of this need reevaluation for us, for those of us in the wedding industry space, doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to be. First touch doesn't have to be phone call per se. Um, luckily for us, Instagram and social media are very useful tools that we can use to get all the information that we need. And we can use that to prompt um, follow-up conversations uh, and things of that nature. Now, for some reason, this is not something I was aware of before, but I uh, met a wedding planner who is now a good friend of mine who told me that I had been making a very big mistake in the past by not hooking up with brides on Instagram, by getting on their Instagram, you know, following them and making sure that they follow me because these are some of the benefits. You know, when the baby comes along, uh, typically that's how you're going to find out. Well, for 
people like me um, into the use of the phone a lot and, you know, calling and messaging. So typically I would find out about these things anyway. But assuming you're not into that kind of thing, this is how you'd find out. You would see the reveal on Instagram and then that's how you know that you're supposed to call up and say, hey, what's up? Congratulations. I just saw the review. You guys are expecting. Wow, this is a beautiful period in your life. Um, you know, let's assume... Um, uh, it's a female wedding planner, you know, and you guys had a good relationship. You can get into that whole discussion of, oh, first trimester was like this, like this was for me. And, um, you know, this, these were the joys, these were the expectations, these were the, the high points, these were the low points. It could also be a very good um, point for building more rapport in a deeper relationship with the clients because right now you guys have a lot more uh, in common, you know. So you're currently a mother. She's about to become a mother. Uh, that's a good talking point. Same thing with uh, those of us who are uh, fathers. There's one groom from three years back in particular that he and I have built a strong relationship over and it was this whole, around the whole um, uh, fatherhood thing. For some reason, the conversations got serious about, um, you know, the pending inadequacies. You're about to become a father and then there are some inadequacies, um, especially like from the Christian context. Like, okay, am I um, holy enough to be able to uh, prepare and pray for and teach this individual who is going to come into our lives? You know, those sorts of things. And um, like that was one area uh, where our own relationship um, kicked off this particular uh, groom um, and I. So I'm not saying you should become a member of the Baby Watcher Society and follow all your brides on Instagram and wait to see um, how big their noses are becoming or whether they've started wearing baggy dresses and you take that as a cue for whether they're having babies or not. But the spirit behind this whole need reevaluation conversations is we have to keep in touch to figure out changing circumstances and we're going to be able to know uh, where and how better and how extra that we can serve uh, these customers. So remember from prior episodes, it's all about customer lifetime value and value is a driving part of the conversation. Let's always bear that in mind. So it's not just about how much money that we can extract for them, but how we can truly be valuable in all of these uh, situations. So right now we're at the 10 minute mark and I will bring it to a close on the need reevaluation uh, conversation. And so tomorrow that leaves us with relationship building conversations that we are going to pursue. And hopefully I'll be able to do that also within the 10 minute mark uh, as well. Um, let's see, what else? Okay, so I think that's pretty much all we have lined up for today. And remember, by no means is this exhaustive these list of conversations that you should be having with people who have already given you money in the past and who you hope will give you money in the future. So it's possible that you're going to come across um, some other consultant who is going to say there's a whole lot more beyond relationship building, customer success and need revaluation. So there could be a whole lot more, but just bear in mind that uh, these are some of the conversations that we should be having. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and your attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording, hopefully tomorrow if all goes well. And hopefully I'll also be able to keep it to less than the 15-minute mark that I've been trying to hit for a very long while now. So, uh, yeah, so you guys be cool. Everyone have a lovely day, and I'll catch you guys at the next episode.